0: There's a hole in my bucket where my money should go. There's a hole in my heart where you used to go. There's a hole, and a
1: hole, and a hole. hole. All right, welcome to another episode of King of the Podcast. I am your host, Matt Johns.
2: And I'm the co-host, Kyle Thacker.
1: We uh, will be doing another episode, starting with episode two. Of season one. Square peg. This is going to be a really awkward episode. <laughs> this episode's going to be
2: challenging, um, because it's going to, yeah, it's going to draw us to talk about some weird <laughs> things that, it's going to be difficult, but... A little uncomfortable. But hey, I mean, it's an awesome episode. <laughs> it's, up, it's a great episode.
1: This episode revolves around uh, sex ed. It, which, in school, was awkward. I mean... <laughs> very awkward subjects.
2: So it it, it is, <clears throat> it'll be a good one to go against, as in... I mean, Hank's obviously going to be awkward with it, and so is Bobby. Yes. I mean...
1: So did, uh, did you have a good weekend?
2: I had, I did have a good week. Uh, a lot of things changed. I uh, I accepted a new job, and I... Um,
1: oh, congrats, man. Thank what you. uh
2: What'd you accept? I actually am going to be full-time for Winchester Police Department now. Oh, so, congrats, man. Yeah, that'll congrats. be... Uh, that's a big step in my life, so I'm glad that uh, I, I was able to get that offer and take it, so... How was your week, man? I mean,
1: it's Saturday now, so you had six uh, days. Fast seems like uh, everything's. I mean, it just flies by anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I mean, it's, which is a good thing. Yeah. But you know, I want to try to pump the brakes for the weekend.
0: Yeah. But. Well,
2: I'll tell you, I mowed my yard this this week, and um, my grass wasn't really that that tall, but I still decided to mow it because I knew rain was coming, and went out in my barn to get my my Cup Cadet, which I love. Yeah. And it had a flat tire. Ooh, so Cub Cadet, huh? Cub Cadet, I love Cub Cadets. Yeah, well, that's a pending uh, sponsorship for us right now. But
1: you said you you had a flat tire. I had a flat tire. I, I
2: replaced one, which was recommended to me, um, over at the the graveyardist, um, over there in Bluffton. Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That graveyard yeah. for lawnmowers, and uh, I got I got a new tire, and it uh, it was flat this well,
1: week. Well, If I have to suggest anything to you. I think you really need to take your flat tire down to uh, 225 West North Street in Winchester, Indiana. Martin's Lawnmower Repair, for all your lawnmower needs. They are the official dealership for Husqvarna and... Clippers. Clippers. Clippers, Clippers yeah. Martin's I- offers a variety of supplies, including new tires, uh, lawnmower parts of all makes and models. Mm-hmm. And and
2: I, actually, I... Um <clears throat> with Jim, I, I spoke to him a while back, and he's the one that recommended me to go to the graveyard because, you know, that part I needed for my, my spindle, it was um, only a dealership part. Ah. And I was like, man, I don't want to go to come get a deal. I'm going to pay out the butt for that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, check out this <clears throat> graveyard. He he let me text him. Um, me and you made the trip down to the graveyard yeah. and uh, got the right part. And then, like I said, I need a tube put in it. So I'll have to go over there um, Monday and get a tube put in because – He's he's gonna be my go-to for cupcake. Cadet. he's local. He's in Winchester, and he, like I said, he went out of his way to help me find the part for a decent price, instead of having to pay new from dealerships. So right there, right there is awesome of him to do that. Yes,
1: Jim's a great guy. Thank you, Jim, for uh, sponsoring us, sponsoring our show. Yep. Definitely, everybody needs to go check out Martin's. Yep. Um, okay, kind of off topic now. Uh, so let's let's talk about a little bit about King of the Hill. As I was say,
2: our our first episode, we we kind of jumped into the episode, and we really didn't describe who's in the episode as much as their, you know, their backstory and all that, so I say, we got the first guy, um, the main character, which is Hank Hill, and um, what's the main thing you think about when you think, when you hear Hank Hill, what do you, what comes to your hmm.
1: mind? Well, propane, of propane. course.
2: Propane. and propane accessories. But
1: I really just think uh, Boy Scout. <laughs> it, yep. Now, did he make it to Eagle Scout? Yes. He did, I was gonna
2: say, yeah. which doesn't surprise me. You, with Hank Hill, he's going to do everything by the book and, and all the way through. He's, Absolutely. He's straight up character, but uh, he's a stand up guy. Yes, and he um, he he's works for Strickland Propane, which in this episode Square Peg is the very first debut of, of his job. You'll you'll see that, and we'll talk about that where it shows where he works, which is an awesome place. Now, who is his competitor? Do you know who Strickland's competitor is?
1: Oh uh, <laughs> man, it's right across the road. Uh, it's a cowboy guy. Give Can me just a second here. Well, while you're
2: thinking. <laughs> Hank also has a wife, Peggy, yeah, Peggy, Peggy Hill. Fatterton. Fatherton, Fatherton, than, Fatherton uh,
1: fuels, Fatherton fuels, yeah, Father, Fatherton Sorry. fuels, yeah. Yeah, so let's get back to Peggy now.
2: Um, Peggy, Peggy's, her and Hank are good together. <clears throat> they're they're good because she's kind of a know it all, and yeah, and definitely. Hank likes to correct her, and she don't really like to believe that. Um, what do you what do you what's your intake or
1: what's your? What do you think about Peggy, man, I just think of this uh, <clears throat> super. I wouldn't say like a legalistic woman, but I mean, a very judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, spontaneously uh, fun at times, yeah. But sometimes she gets on your nerves. You're like, get her out of this episode. <laughs> but now, I i agree. Um, I think a Frito pie. <laughs> and I think of Paddle and Peggy? Paddle and Peggy. <laughs> um, now she
2: also makes something else. A Brown Betty? Is it a Brown Betty? Sounds familiar.
1: I'm pretty sure that's what makes the... Oh, spaghetti... uh, Spa-peggy and meatballs. Spa-peggy
2: and meatballs. She does that one. Yep. (laughs) Yep. She has a bunch of... I think which... She doesn't like to just use what... I mean, it's really spaghetti and meatballs. But she has to put her twist on it to make it seem like it's hers. It's just
1: like a a normal meal. Yeah. But she does something just a little bit different than... Which it's we'll like, find out in the yeah. episode. She constantly out. struggles to fit in with everything and mm-hmm. try to be like the ideal wife. And yeah. she can't uh, accept her own flaws yeah. and move which, on with it. She's also a substitute Spanish teacher.
2: Yes. And she... How many years has she been substitute? Well, in this episode... That's I, question. 1996.
1: 1996.
2: That's when they first said that she was... Which I believe was the year of the first episode is when she got the award. So, And she'll get many more. She actually gets two more. In the upcoming seasons, so,
1: and then we got young little Bobby. Bobby, yes, Bobby Hill, man. I tell you what, I, I love Bobby Hill. Every time I see a fruit pie at a store, I <laughs> instantly think of Bobby Hill. Instantly, not a, not a not. I don't even bat an eye at it. I just and I Bobby. get them.
2: I the show inspired me to try an apple fruit pie <laughs> from the box, and I, I will not lie, I love them. They are good. They 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 are great. They're very bad. (laughs) (laughs) Bad Extremely
1: bad. The sugar content is unreal. Calories are crazy, but hey, (laughs) Bobby doesn't care. He's a little chubby kid, so. Oh, Bobby Hill. I mean, there's just everything that he does is hilarious. One of my favorite moments of Bobby is on the Twister episode, (laughs) Texas (laughs) Twister, whatever it's called, and Bobby runs into the house and gets an egg, and when the tornado's hitting, Uh man, he... He takes that egg and throws it back, and it smacks him in the face. Yeah, because they were
2: talking about, you know, Dale, with his, his uh, crazy thoughts, he was saying he could throw an egg through a wall. Well, during a tornado, Well, Bobby's like, well, I'm going to try that, you know. <laughs> tornado comes, and Bobby's like, this is my moment. He sees a brick wall, throws the egg. <laughs>
1: smacks him right in the face. <laughs> blows back and backfires. <laughs> but, so. uh, but Bobby, he is everything that Hank. Doesn't want as in a son, and it's it's kind of sad. At it romance. is crazy. He, he really don't resemble. I don't think he resembles Hank or Peggy. He just re- re- uh, resembles uh, G H. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> which is Cotton's uh, baby. Yeah. Good which Hank. Is good Hank.
2: Yeah. He Cotton had another baby with another lady, which we'll go over
1: once uh, they, sh- they make their appearance. He, de- he definitely resembles uh, Cotton and uh, that Yeah, baby. I, I I
2: agree. I do agree. And then we got. Uh, the addition to the family now, we got Luann Platter, yep, which I think I told you last week. Do you remember why her name is Luann Platter? Do you remember? i, I seen that and I was reading that too.
1: It's uh, from a restaurant, right? Lulee's. in Texas.
2: It's a chain of restaurants, and they actually have a, a chain there, and they have a like a platter has sides and a main course, and it's called the Luann Platter. Yes. So
1: that's kind of cool. Um, but Luann's... Lanza, she's a unique. Uh, typical, uh, hate to say this, ladies. Uh, typical ditzy blonde. <laughs> know, it's so stereotypical, but I mean that's what they're going for in that episode in that. with her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, she has some good episodes.
2: Um, she's definitely a good. I'm glad they put her. In, I'm glad they put her in the seasons, and and she's perfect for Hank because she drives him crazy <laughs> and, and it, draw, it draws Hank to leave his comfort zone when he sees her underwear and and. Uh, it makes some funny parts of the episode. So, and then who's our next one?
1: Uh, we got Dale Gribble. My favorite character.
2: <laughs> you don't Gribble.
1: know me, but I know who. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dale Gribble. I,
2: when I, the, my, my main thing about Dale I love is, is his, when he gets his new mower.
1: Oh, that episode's great. Uh, yeah, and uh, he gets
2: the new mower and, um, the Allegro XJ9, I believe, which is crazy that I can remember that, but
1: yeah that's exactly the
2: mowers. and uh, he's in love with it he wears the hat which i love i'm obsessed with hats
1: sings the song in the shower
2: uh, he sings the song <laughs> he has a little necklace on that has the emblem and he's got you know he's got it parked out in the garage and and which is what inspired me to be such a i love mowers and i never got into them i never cared for them as much until i started watching king of the hill it made me appreciate landscaping and and kind of take care of your stuff because that's what hank and all them do and uh and I, I love that they they or they gave him a, a new mower, which is awesome. It's just, and I think they're trying to get it as a John Deere, maybe it's yellow and green. Yeah, probably. So they're going for that new John Deere. <coughs> That's really
1: cool. I, I just love Dale. He's a he's a big uh, <coughs> a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I I used to be like that uh, years <laughs> ago. Not so much, but so I kind of relate to him on mm. levels. It's just just hilarious. Some of the crazy uh, conspiracies. You he's,
2: know, he's he, got. I mean, he'll change. He'll go from. I mean, there's one episode where he's in love with America. The next <laughs> episode, he doesn't trust trust anyone, and he, you know, he's got a thing against Putin. And and
0: uh, <laughs> well, there's a and lot of. Any
1: he, uh, he's a he's great. And then uh, last but not least, we'll wrap this uh, character talk up with uh, Bill dotreve <laughs> William Fontaine Delator
2: Doctrees. Yes. From Louisiana, he's awesome. Look
1: can't uh. hear you. <laughs> he's uh What is he in the army now? Uh, army sergeant, Sergeant Barber, Sergeant Barber, sergeant, <laughs> Army Sergeant Barber, No Treve. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, Bill's great. Now, is he still married? He's not married, right? He's not. He's not you'll find out he's divorced.
2: Yeah, I was going I to say, in the first
1: episode, he wasn't married, but he does talk about it he's in a, the past. He's a very depressed individual, uh, just somebody who doesn't got a lot of confidence. Yeah, he's... he's uh, ins- kind of ate himself sick, you know. Yeah, he's...
2: Which, he needs Hank. Him and Hank go good together. He relies on they Hank balance for a out. lot. And, um... <clears throat> he kinda, he's kind of reckless, and, uh... Like I said, he, I think he goes through the struggles that a lot of people go through that maybe can't admit it. But like I said, if if you're going through a rough time, you can somewhat relate to, to him because it's when your world crashes, it crashes. And he was he was cheated on and everything else. Oh so, man,
1: his world got flipped completely upside down. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, one of my favorite uh, weak moments with uh, Bill is where him and Bobby, Bobby just lost his girlfriend. And yeah, and they and they, they he,
2: Bobby's wearing his big old white tank top and chop it over it.
1: comes in <laughs> and <she> it's just completely <laughs> And Bobby spills the ice cream and he's like, Well, it rained it pours. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so well if we have any listeners still at this point, let's yeah. uh let's hop into the episode here. So the episode starts off by showing that Peggy is the uh, substitute teacher of the year. Shows her award in uh, nineteen ninety She's in her little uh, storage closet. Uh, looks like grading <laughs> some papers. She's
2: got a water heater in front of her. I mean, it's pretty much made it to a little office floor there, which is pretty cool. Yes,
1: and, it, and then it, the camera turns to Hank with his back's hurt, and he's yeah. kind of limping around, and Peggy's telling him to. Wait, that. why why isn't he wearing that weightlifting belt that she got him for Christmas?
3: Oh, Hank, is it your back again? Why won't you wear that weightlifting belt I got you for Christmas?
4: It's not a belt, it's a girdle.
3: Well, take off your shirt, I'll get the Icy Hot.
2: And it don't surprise me, he's not. I love how it makes him take his shirt off. He's sitting on the couch and he has to take his shirt off.
1: There's very few episodes where he takes his shirt off. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. It's awesome. She's putting Icy Hot on his back. (laughs) Hank says... Peggy, not in front of the B-O-Y. Not in front of the
1: B-O-Y. Not in front of the
2: B-O-Y. Puts his shirt on real quick, tucks it back in, which he tucks it in pretty quick. He does. that? That thing's tucked in quick.
1: And Then uh, Bobby presents Hank with the note from the school saying that uh, he's gonna he needs the permission slip to the, uh, have sexual 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 education, to class. A sexual education <laughs> class. And Hank kind of erupts a little bit. Well, it's I wouldn't want him to take this to my parents. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> an awkward subject. And just Hank, you know, he's a, he's so stiff like that, man. He just any kind of weirdness like that, he's gonna yeah, turn off. He's not gonna handle it good. What grade is Bobby in? You know, that's a really good question. Do you know off the top of your head? Um. I, sixth. Sounds about right. I know he's in middle school, obviously.
2: I believe in in this episode, it may even say he may be ten years, ten or eleven years old. I think they say his age in this episode when I was watching it. Um, I don't know what grade he is because she said something like he should be attending that to ninth grade ah. health class, and, and we'll have to see if it says what grade he's in because I'm pretty sure it's sixth, which would be about right.
1: <sighs> yeah, that would be about right. And then Hank sends Bobby to his. <laughs> I love it because Bobby did nothing but show show him the note, and, and he, gets punished. <laughs> yeah, he gets punished. Hank's so upset about this sexual education class, he sends Bobby to his room.
0: Principal wants to teach us a unit from some course they made up in Washington D.C. Washington, Bobby, go to your room.
2: Poor Bobby,
1: <laughs> and he rips up the note.
2: He rips it up. He don't rip it up just once. He rips it up in little shreds, <laughs> which makes sense. You'll see it later. <clears throat> he does that.
1: Hank cusses, which is kind of out of out of. Uh, context yeah it's out of context for him and then hank says
2: you can tell they're they're stalling to um which one's going to talk to bobby about the awkward subject and 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 hank throws it in in her face that hey you're so and then then hank also throws out his his back problem he likes to
1: yeah i mean they continue to go back and forth on the couch about sex ed for a while and then the show shows bobby in his room watching tv which i don't know what he's watching Barney. Barney. Oh, yeah, Barney, it's a Barney it's song playing. singing. Yep, I remember. You're right, that. I watched that just last <laughs> night and I heard that. What a typical Bobby show. <laughs> and then Bobby says one of my favorite lines right here.
3: Bobby honey. Um
0: what do you know about sexual relations? I don't know. Nothing much. I'm a little worried about being a slut. Uh, I'm a little
1: That's... worried about being a slut. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Peggy doesn't say a thing about it. Really, I know. she
1: ignores it and kind of changes the subject and goes on. She 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 then sits down with Bobby and discusses with him. Hey, you know, there's
2: which if you watch the episode before, you'll see there's like a poster in the background of a guy dunking a basketball, and it makes you wonder. Like Bobby's not athletic; he doesn't play sports. I know. So why is there? I mean, is Hank trying to push on him? He probably is. Hank hung know,
1: it up in his room. Yeah, I was gonna say I could see that, but. So, so Peggy's just trying to do what Hank should actually be doing. Yes,
2: and Hank is, Hank and, is wearing his his uh, little back brace. Yes, now. yes.
1: It, it comes to the outside scene, and they're uh, pruning a tree. Mm-hmm. Hank's got his back brace on. They're all drinking beer. <laughs> it's boom. are <Albert's laughs> doing all the work, and they're just kind of talking about the the sex head thing still mm-hmm. with each other. Here, here's what Dale says about it, which is hilarious.
4: Say the same applies to your Joseph. I'd tear that permission slip up if I were you. i
5: will do that and then some. This sex ed stuff goes higher than the schools. It's that same old Club of Rome zero population bulldink that the UN's been trying for years.
1: <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> the says, "I tell you what, man. Branch fixings, it's branch
5: fixing—it's—it's going down. It's going to be. Y'all, heads up."
1: As the trees fall. <laughs>
5: yeah, and you
2: don't really understand what he's saying until after the tree limb falls. Oh, that's what he was saying. <laughs> he, he, Almost a little too late. Yeah, I was going to say by the time you understand it.
1: There's a lot of sexual innuendos throughout this entire Yeah, episode. so I apologize
2: in advance <laughs> yeah. for the awkwardness we're going to be dropping It's going to get
1: some pretty awkward. It's all right, though. And then Boomhauer says this about sex ed.
4: Yeah, man, I tell you what. he's time about them dang old condom dispenser with them, he put a little, little fifty cents in there and he try to hit that corner turn his bang on that thing, and just talking about her needs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, all right. Look at the Alamo beer cans. They're not the same. They change them, which makes sense because you know in older times the. You know, Budweiser cans are different.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll find
2: uh, things like
1: that. I'd notice that. Yeah, the Alamo
2: in the first season was different than this one even. It was like almost just a plain grayish tan color. And now it's almost a whole blue color with just a red strip around it. (laughs) So they're kind of changing that. So that's kind of cool that you see the... It gets newer
1: within the seasons. That is really cool. I, I like how they do that. Yeah. Um, so then the episode cuts to the scene where Hank starts reminiscing on his childhood, where uh, he, he learned
2: the facts. Of he life. learned
1: the facts. How he got learned the facts of life, which is completely so awkward. It,
2: it is very weird because I don't. And, I, I understand why he's why he's trying to learn that, but then it shows um, Cotton sitting on a little fence post <laughs> with his, his little legs. And uh Hank crying.
1: <laughs> Hank is just bawling his eyes out the whole time.
5: Yeah, Hey, what you crying for, boy? This is a good show. This is a damn good show.
4: Yeah, that's also how he taught me about paying taxes.
2: And it's it's awesome. Um, <coughs> which Hank's or Cotton's little legs look shorter than usual. There, I mean, if you see, it almost looks like. <laughs> I mean, if he stood up from where he looked like he was sitting on that thing, he'd be way shorter than I think he really is. Yeah, so he, he
1: increases goes. and decreases in yeah. size, uh, you know. Um,
2: so, then it, it, go ahead, go okay. ahead. It cuts to the scene where they're driving, you know, because Hank's taking Bobby to to see the facts <laughs> of life. Did you see there's a Dairy Queen? Yeah, I did. There's I did Dairy catch Queen. that there was that a Dairy is Queen. Awesome. I'm I'm impressed.
1: So they they go to this um this uh it's it's like a, like a modern of uh, uh well it's a uh, like where they insemination? Uh, yeah, uh, an insemination uh, like fa- factory where they're like you know inseminating a lot of bulls. Yeah, and they're pretty much
2: lined up. The female cat, you know, the female. <laughs> With cow, a right.
1: machine that's inseminating them, and <laughs> Hank thinks it's going to be the same experience.
2: Yeah, back you know the two cows out in the or you know out in the pasture making love and. But it's quite different. Yeah, there's a almost looks like a fuel. Yes, uh, like fuel nozzle. <laughs>
1: this that, is great. That poor red this cow does what, what's coming. This is what Hank says right here. I love this quote by Hank.
4: Gracie, this is Mr. Hill. Brought his son over to learn the facts of life.
3: Well, he sure came to the right place. We call this machine the Matchmaker 500.
4: Now, Bobby, you're coming to a time in your life when you're going to start to have tender feelings for a girl. You're going to need to know what those feelings mean and what to do about them. Man. Oh my where's the other half of that dang permission slip
1: as she's
0: about to start the matchmaker
2: 500 up <laughs> <laughs> he covers hank's or bobby's eyes up because he realizes this is not yeah.
1: appropriate at all <laughs> so I think once Hank discovered that, he's like, okay, I can't obviously teach the facts of life to Bobby. So they leave to the professionals. They they show they show where now Hank's at. Back at the home, picking up the shreds, <laughs> the shreds of the note he ripped up because he's realized, hey, I can't teach this to Bobby. And if he'd have just
2: ripped it once, like he did, you know, I mean, if he just kept it one rip, he could have taped it. But
1: now he's got to dig them. So they are just completely trying to get this note back together. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, Peggy. And then the, the uh, pans to Hank pruning his tree, mm-hmm.
5: and then um, Dale says, "Hey, Hank, I wouldn't sweat it anymore about that sex ed stuff." What do you mean? <laughs> All you gotta know is I took care of it with one little phone call. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I,
1: I love that.
2: They have a red fridge here, so we we'll have to keep watching out. Um, Cause I don't think they have a red fridge, fridge very long, so we'll have to see if it changes colors. Also, I like to I yes. like to watch these episodes and see what's changes, changes and what throughout the episode, because it's kind of kind of cool to see, you know, it how is. quick it is they made something change in the in the in the scene.
1: It definitely is interesting. Yeah. Um. So it shows Hank in the kitchen, and he's talking to Peggy, and Peggy's saying some, some uh, lunatic called a teacher that was going to do threats. the do the sex ed class and made a death threat, which was what Bill or uh, what uh, Dale was just talking mm-hmm. about. So this is a direct relation to that, and uh, the teacher doesn't want to do it now. So now there's an opening for uh, sex ed, <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: <laughs> which Peggy then reveals that. She's going to be the uh, sex ed teacher. Yeah, and
2: Hank was really hoping it was the substitute teacher of the year for 95. <laughs> she drops the bomb. Nope, 96, which is the year she got it. So
1: and you can tell immediately Hank is distressed like, about oh. it. And then the episode opens up to uh, Peggy reading a book called The, <laughs> the Wonder of Sexual Expressions. And it's, I don't know what's on the... Well, oh! If you okay. look at it, it's a guy and a girl like doing kissing, like uh, She's Spider-Man, uh, Spider Man. Yes, scene yeah. on Spider Man where yeah. he uh, kisses that girl upside down. Yeah, it's just this plain white and black looking say, book. This is a plain white book, and she starts uh, reading it out loud almost, <laughs> and you can tell it's starting to make her uh, very uncomfortable. Mm. And then it kind of pans over to Luann sitting at the table too, reading with her and, and what's she reading <laughs> she's reading a book called advanced hairstyling theory <laughs> and and this is kind of the first time I, I
2: I believe this is the first time we talk about her actually being a hairstylist yes because she does go to school for it and yes. this may be the first time we see something about hairstyling with her
1: yes and this is she uh, this is what she says out loud
0: this beauty school homework is hard Aunt Peggy
1: so she's talking about how hard her uh, beauty school homework is and Peggy's just really interested in, she, yeah, the, the, in the wonder of sexual expression. <laughs> <laughs> and then she reads this chapter title out loud.
0: Self exploration is a perfectly natural exercise throughout pubescence.
1: Who is C. Everett Cooper? I don't know. That's worth the Google. That is worth <clears> a Google. Which I'm a I'm kind of afraid to. Maybe you can uh go check it out Yeah, right while well,
2: you talk about the uh the seeing. I'll see. Okay. If we can figure out who C Eric Coop is because they like to throw out these real names of people and I never do Google.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh speaking of uh interference, I just want to apologize to all our uh, users uh, if you had to have uh go to the hospital because your ear ear but ear drum <laughs> ruptured uh when you uh, heard our cellular interference. I deeply apologize about that. But so they're talking about this a uh, book about C Everett. Uh... <laughs> okay. And then Peggy starts getting really uh, nervous about saying words out loud in class. Did uh, so? Did you find out who C Everett Coop is?
2: I did find out who C Everett Coop is. It's Charles Edward Coop. He is a health administrator, like a health ama- like administration for health. Oh yeah. And he's also a surgeon. Oh. So he, he's big into the health. So Okay. That don't make sense to me because I don't really know who
1: he is, but he he's somewhat well have to see. I don't know if she talks about him again or That's not. That's interesting. Yeah,
2: he's, he's so, a surgeon.
1: So this is where she's uh, talking about speaking words out loud. And Luann is saying, what's so hard about <laughs> saying these words out loud? Mm.
2: And I can see that she's...
1: Yeah, she's a youthful... Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: I can see her not having a problem. Adult. But, Peggy's kind of closed. I mean,
1: she... And then she starts re- reminiscing, Peggy starts reminiscing about um, she was told about the facts of life.
2: It Which brings up, it shows Peggy's mom for the first time, and her mom here looks identical to Peggy now. And and that's a good uh, illustration of Peggy it right is. there. I mean, because it looks like Peggy has a little girl, but... We see the mother numerous times in these seasons and change and like changes. three different times. Because so I mean,
1: completely different, different, whole different person.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple episodes where it shows her mom looking like this, where she looks similar to Peggy, and there's ep- other episodes where she's like this rustic Western cowgirl, <sighs> tomboy, rancher. Yeah, so I, I think it's kind of cool how they change
1: and it, then, but then again, it's, I, it's yeah. Just, yeah, they completely jumble it up. Yeah, so I don't know why they went there. But. So they're in a room and they they're talking about getting a monthly visitor. Mm-hmm. And her mom kind of just brushes the the book that she
2: brought in off and let Peggy read it herself. The loveliness of woman. She, women. It. she <laughs> blushed and walked away. The Lovel- uh, loveliness of woman.
1: And then Peggy uh, says she hasn't kissed she didn't kiss a boy until she was nearly twenty, and then she says, "Of course he's dead now."
2: So that's... Must it's very uh, dramatic. It uh, must be like a tragedy that happened for him to, to be dead. Yes, I'm
1: curious. Hmm. Hank then uh, uh, moseys into the fridge.
2: Which shows Alamo beer again. And that Alamo beer can is similar to what it's like in the new episodes. <laughs> he
1: He's reaching in to get a beer. And he overhears Luann <laughs> reading this out loud.
0: Ooh. Look, here's a chapter on communicating your needs to your love partner.
1: Uh, what kind of
4: filth are you reading?
0: It's Aunt Peggy's sex handbook.
4: Say what? Let me take a look at that. What in the hell? That is the inside of a womb. A woman's womb. My boy is not going to look at the inside of a womb.
1: Which completely gets Hank so upset. <laughs> Talking about the womb, he says he's only been outside of your womb for eleven years, so he's only eleven years old. Womb, eleven so. years
2: old, so we got to remember that he's eleven years old. So I don't, I don't know what grade you are when you're eleven. I can't remember. Yeah, it's hard,
1: Dylan. I don't Maybe feel like
0: f-
2: doing the math right now. I'd say, I'd say, probably fifth, fourth or fifth. I think you're about 13. yeah fifth grade. You're about twelve or thirteen in sixth grade. So.
1: Fifth grade, probably.
2: Yeah, so he's around fifth grade.
1: Fifth grade. Let's say that that sounds good. But so Hanks extremely disturbed that Peggy's reading this book.
2: It's almost like he's just disgusted with his wife right now.
1: <laughs> and then the the scene cuts to uh, Joseph Gribble for the first time. Yeah. Well, no, he was in the last episode.
2: Yeah, it showed him coming in, and he was saying, you know, no, um, you know, like he would never beat Bobby. Remember when the child services was? So he's talking, you know, <coughs> to Joseph. About, they're like two dolls. They have, you know, there are two dolls in the room right now playing two two male dolls, two guys, <laughs> two little
1: Barbies. <laughs> it's it's kind of awkward. And Joseph likes Ross. <laughs> I think those, I think those are characters from the the show Friends. Tr- Chandler, Chandler and, and Ross. Ross. Yeah, that's the from the show Friends. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're See, they're uh, dolls from uh, the show Friends.
2: Okay, I was gonna say, I've never seen Friends, believe it or not, which. People who know me know I don't watch shows like that. (laughs) My
1: my wife went on a a binge of Friends Mm -hmm. last year. Watched all the seasons. See, I... So, yeah. Well, That was interesting. He chose to shoot Ross with BBs. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby says...
0: You sure you don't want him? Uh Uh-huh. I'm not going to need my toys anymore. After I learn sex ed, I'll be too busy dating. Who? I don't know. Whoever wants to have sex with me.
1: <sighs> oh. And then the scene uh, cuts to uh, them pruning the tree. Still,
2: they're still pruning dang trees.
5: <laughs> and then they say, uh, Dale comes in and says, "Well, so much for my phone call." What are you talking about? They found some other deep-fraided harlot to teach that sex ed class. Uh, Dale? Don't worry, Hank. I know people who can take care of this woman, if you know what I mean. That woman is my wife. I thought Peggy was your wife. Dale, I think he's saying Peggy's the new sex teacher.
1: <laughs> Which, Hank hey, says that woman is his wife. Mm-hmm. And they all start to find out that Peggy's going to be the sex ed teacher. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it took Dale a little while yeah. to catch on to that. Bill yeah. had to explain it to him.
5: Yeah. And, and it's his awkward silence now. Yeah
4: nothing wrong with a little
5: sexual education. No, sir. I bet Peggy will be introducing some new ideas into the bedroom. Dale? I'm just saying a woman who knows is the toughest customer. Maybe you ought to hit the books, too.
4: What the hell is wrong with you all? What, nothing, Hank. Just think. You'll be married to a woman who knows everything about sex.
1: I, and then... That was one of my
2: favorite, Dale. Yeah, and, and it's true, though. I mean, he, he's right... I understand what he's saying. Bill hit it right on the head. Well, I guess what I what I think of when I also see Bill is, and I don't they brought it up yet, but he <clears throat> is in love with Peggy. Oh man, yeah. And it, and it's creepy. Like I don't see how Hank could be friends with Bill because that would drive me nuts seeing a guy always talk about her, you know, and and talk about your wife and. Yeah, that would bug me. And he's always, I mean, you'll see in the episodes he follows her and and drive, and she breaks down and he happens to be just following her and gives her a right hold <laughs> Really creepy stuff, but Hank never really sees it as that. He just, he, he thinks, oh, that's, that was lucky. <laughs> what one, of my,
1: <laughs> one of my favorite things, episodes, it was deep into the seasons. It was where they're all, uh, they get stranded out there in the middle of the water because they forgot to put down the ladder when they jumped off the boat. Yes. And they're all like telling each other things. <laughs> Like yes. things that they've never told each other before because they think they're about to die. And yeah. Bill says, in a moment of weakness, I, when you were uh, gone or somewhere, yeah, I, I, I made love with Peggy. <laughs> yes. And, and Hank and shoots some... Immediately. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> he automatically no, doesn't Bill
2: does it. that a couple of times. He throws some bombshells like that where he just tries to make Hank believe that something happened and... <laughs> and also, like I said, if, if people Google, you know, the theories, the kind of conspiracies of of King of the Hill, they've related to where they always people say Bobby is Bill's son. Yeah, which, which... is a long shot, but it's funny how they always try to. And they kind of look similar. That's they they way do way. look <laughs> they look similar, and they're kind of they they act the same. They're kind of both sloppy and. Um, but it's kind of funny because Bill's always trying to convince them that. <laughs> He made love with Peggy, so... And Hank's just kind of like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't
1: believe it for a second. But. <laughs> See, here, here's kind of like where the first time Bill kind of... He drops the bombshell, he's kind of... <laughs> and Hank just uh, freaking hits him real hard in the gut with yeah. the, the pruning thing. Yep. So this is a second episode in a row where it kind of shoots to a, a baseball scene.
2: Yeah, because the first one was Boomhauer when he's umpiring. And what's, I wonder who the umpire is. I don't know. will have to see if they show the umpire.
1: Peggy's sitting with a, a group of friends, presumably. I don't know if it says it's teachers or not, but... I don't you know. don't ever see any of these friends anymore after this. If but you do, they may be like fill-ins, like walk-ins or something, but I've never noticed them. It's mm. it's really weird, but the, she's talking about the, the sex ed teacher. and
2: Yeah, they're kind then of... Then maybe it's just
1: parents player. of the kids playing uh, baseball. It could be... Cause is Bobby playing here or does it even show
2: I don't know we'll have to see if it does i i I don't know who's in this I would think she's playing but because he was playing last episode she res- there's a lady in there that resembles Peggy also kinda if you watch
1: you'll see it kind of resembles her yeah. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh Peggy's uh one of the friends that she's sitting there talking with um she says this weird quote right here.
3: She gave me that wonderful book, The Loveliness of Woman.
1: That book is worthless.
3: Well, I got a lot out of it. When my husband would crawl all over me at night and do his business, well, I would just close my eyes and think of them pretty flowers. Oh, Bonnie, you poor, poor woman.
1: And they're all talking about that, uh, love, The Loveliness of Women, which yes. is a book that earlier in the episode that Peg- Peggy's mom gave Peggy as yeah.
2: a kid. And then it cuts to the scene where Bobby is playing baseball. He's yes. still on the... I believe it's the Stingers, but they don't say on the shirt yet. In the future, it'll say a team name, but um, it introduces the first little red-headed character. What's his name? Uh, Dooley. Yeah, Dooley. Dooley. Um, he's, he's the kind of character he just says, he's blatant. He just says, like, short little phrases, <laughs> and it's always
1: so hard and truthful when he says it. So we'll have to see. There's a... <sighs> There's an another TV show that he this character really reminds me of something. I think it may be off The Simpsons, I might be thinking of. Really? i think of that. I'm sure I'll think of it later episodes. Yeah. Really, there's a, a character identical to him. Now This is what they they uh <laughs> this is what Dooley says. Hey Bobby. Your mom's gonna teach sex
4: at
0: yeah,
4: I know. We're gonna get to see your boobs.
0: So,
2: and after he says, "Dooley's the kind of kid I would like to hit." I know that's bad to say, <laughs> but he—he's he, so rude, uh, and he's that kid that just annoys the crap out of you, which is perfect for him because he just fits it just because he's so blatant. But uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> but yeah it's, absolutely, yeah, it's. And then Hank says, "Bobby, you're up." And uh shows Bobby hitting one real hard. Which is surprising.
2: Bobby cracked that. He, crushed, he cracked he it, it. The, He It was a perfect swing, nice form, which is surprising because last game he was you know, holding the bat straight in front of him and it happened to get a hit you because know, the ball hit it and ran with the bat. And all of a sudden he's like a pro. That's weird how he changed so quick.
1: <laughs> and, then it, and then you hear Peggy say. <laughs> and then Peggy says, yeah.
3: Don't stop at first, by son! Go all the way, Bobby! Go all the way, honey!
4: Yeah, yeah, go all the way, you perv!
1: Which, everybody's starting to get the word out that she's the uh, sex ed teacher. Yeah, and it's... (laughs) And, you know, everybody just starts uh, making sexual innuendos about Peggy Uh and whatever she was saying. And then it cuts to uh Hank at the house, the phone rings and then Bill and then Dale says Hello? You don't know who
5: I am, but I know where you live and if you teach that sex ed class so help me out Dale? Is that you? Oh Hank, uh can I speak with Peggy?
4: Uh Peggy it's for you. It's Dale.
3: Yellow
5: Dale. You don't know who I am, but I know where you
1: live. Which is one of my favorite lines that, of Dale. Like,
2: I love how he changes his voice, but you can still tell it's him. <laughs> and he does this quite a bit in the seasons. He makes his weird phone calls where he makes threats in a deep voice. Isn't this? Does he say he's a? Because he he does this twice. He does this. He does it to different. Nancy, I believe, when they're trying to fire her. when you get, you know, they say she's oh, too old. Yes. He calls in a. He calls in that, and it's actually Nancy on the phone on that episode. So. He does do it numerous times.
1: <laughs> yeah. And doesn't he refer to one time being Rusty Shackelford with that voice or something? He may. I don't know. I'm um, not sure.
2: He likes to throw that name around, which we'll have to... I don't know when they introduce Rusty Shackelford, but we'll have to discuss that, too, with who that is. Um, when it comes closer to the episode, that he actually talks about him. Yes.
1: So then it cuts to uh, Hank crawling into bed...
2: With his shirt off. With his
1: shirt off, so he sleeps in uh, his underwear. It looks like this. is Yeah, and I, I thought
2: he always wore a T-shirt to bed, but he's, more, he's shirtless in this one.
1: And uh, there's a book on the bed. and He grabs it. Peggy's in the bathroom, there in their bedroom.
2: Now, did you? Well, maybe there's a reason. I was gonna say, there's look at the pages, how
1: they're, they're kind of like it's almost like a flip out. It's <clears> so. like a, po- a poster. Okay. It looks yeah. like maybe And the book's called the the male sex organ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The entire book about it, and he unfolds the picture and says. Uh huh. Oh my god.
3: Hi, Hank, honey. Would you like to rub some pretty feet and hands on my back?
4: Uh, isn't that just for your
2: feet and hands?
3: Well, mainly, but you could use it everywhere.
2: Hank's so <laughs> plain Jane, he doesn't want to break the rules. He says, isn't that only
1: for your feet and hands, you know, and. <laughs> And he starts getting really uncomfortable because he thinks that she's uh, learning all this uh, new stuff.
2: Yeah, he feels like he's, he's out
1: of his element He's now. nervous.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and he says this quote right here, which is absolutely phenomenal. I love this.
3: It'll moisturize and exfoliate.
4: My elbows are fine. You never complained about them before. It's just that it's so nice and cooling. It makes your elbows smooth. What? Where in the hell are my elbows gonna be that they need to be smooth?
3: Well, honey, I just thought it would be nice, you know, for later, for us to be all smooth.
4: I, I don't mean to be rude or nothing, but I'll pass.
1: <laughs> Which then this uh, scene pretty much ends to uh, <laughs> Hank completely shunning Peggy and yeah, rolling over he's... and uh, ignoring her.
2: He's definitely uncomfortable with her. <laughs> <laughs> nah. They they drop the Randy Travis. They they talk about Randy Travis here, and that's the first time they bring him up. He's a he's a celebrity. He's a
1: kind of popular character in the. uh,
2: Yeah, he'll uh, he'll make an appearance in another season. Yeah, he does. Then it shows the typical wife and husband, you know, in bed and they're fighting over the blankets, which is funny because seems like that happens if you're married. That kind of happens a
1: lot. Yes, It happens immediately. Something happens. Oh yeah. especially yeah, when you got a kid in the middle of the bed too yeah it's like a, a tug of war I got a dog in the bed I don't have a kid yet
2: so <laughs> I understand looking at that so um but then we go to the next scene and it's still that stupid uh <laughs> wonder of uh, sexual expression and
1: Peggy's you know, like standing in front of uh Luann teaching it a, to her yeah, giving a presentation <laughs> Hank walks in, <laughs> sees what she's doing, puts his hands over his eyes almost, and turns around and walks back oh, yeah, out he, the he, patio. He, he regretted walking in that Instantly party. he turns away. And she's trying to say the words here.
3: This is a diagram of a woman's v.
0: v-, v-, v- Come on, Aunt Peggy, you could do it. A woman's v- v- <laughs>
1: And it shows Hank, he's ticked off. He's seems like He's just really upset that she's in there doing it. He's yeah. angrily pruning his tree with the saw. And he prunes that dang tree the whole episode. Um, Which it shows you, though. I mean, oh, if, yeah. if you watch the episode, you'll see there's so many limbs
2: cut off, the tree almost looks like it's just dead.
1: <laughs> so he's mad pruning right yeah, now. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> and he's just Peggy's dead. in the kitchen with the, the door wide open, trying to say these uh, words in the book. Because she just can't bring herself to saying it so it looks like then she cuts to uh, where they're at night she's reading another book (laughs) she's She's reading the book at night studying again so this is showing like a compilation of uh, her like trying to really study hard and uh, get prepared has her little (laughs) trophies, associate teacher of the year 96 on her nightstand ah I couldn't see what that title is and then it cuts to uh, Hank pruning the tree again
2: yeah And the tree for much. I mean, there's limbs all over. (laughs) What do you think?
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Nice and clean, but I think old Sigmund Freud might have a thing or two to say about it. What? Oh no.
1: (laughs) No. No. Yes. Who is that? Sigmund Freud. Yeah. He is like uh, one of the most renowned like psychologists, and he's got all these like crazy uh, things about sex. Really? Yeah, like with the mind and your unconscious wow. mind and stuff, like uh, psychology things, man. And so when he, Hank asks, um, and it's just this completely bare tree. tree. I mean, it's he completely stripped it down to this the the trunk. Just the trunk, and, and yeah. it's and then Hank realizes what it resembles.
2: <laughs> and he tries to prune the tree in half. Yeah, the tri- I mean, yeah, that's gonna
1: take him days. Feverishly really starts to begin to to take the pruning saw and, and, and try tree. to cut the tree down. <laughs> and then it, uh, the scene then turns to Peggy in the bathroom. And I like how she's using that little trick to say the word happiness. <laughs> yeah, she's saying happiness. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a very smart way of saying it, I guess. Yeah, so she's, she's really trying to get prepared to say these words out in front of her entire class. And here's... Uh, Here's what Peggy says. Hap?
3: Penis. Penis. I did it. Ovaries. Uvula.
2: Uterus. And she says uvula. She
1: says uvula, which is really weird. That's the little dangly thing in your throat. In the back of your, you know, back of your throat. I would have, if I would have to say, she'd probably mean to say vulva. Yes. (laughs) So I, I don't. I think it's a writer's uh, mistake in the script. It could be
2: that, or they're they're trying to make her. It, it could be. I mean, I guess it could be where it's just trying to show that she's not as smart as she is thinks she is, or trying to be because she says it. But then again, it's in the book. Yeah, in the book. Yeah, that, she's yeah. reading it out of the book. Makes you to...
1: There is a, some weird. And
2: uh, it's both those, you know, Uvula and Volver, kind of similar, similar. So you could mix them up. But I wonder. Possibly. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I
1: don't know. Do some more research on that hmm. later. I'll let you look. Let you look that up. <laughs> so then it cuts to them all drinking beer, and it looks like Hank successfully cut down that tree with he, the because it showed it in half with the base, or just showed the stump. Where was the tree at? Was this in the backyard? Was it right next to them? Uh, they were standing right behind the stump, and the stump was in front of them. So,
2: which is kind of weird because the stump's in the alleyway now.
1: Yeah, was Wasn't it in yeah. his backyard?
2: Yeah, that is true. So they they actually. Moved the tree and put it in the, not them, but the writers, put it in the alley just so they could show that it was cut down.
1: Yeah, which is so weird. That's a, that's kind of a, huh. And they're sitting there sipping their beers. Yeah. And then Maggie yells drops this table ball at, at the table. top of her lungs.
2: Vagina!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts the Hank spitting his beer out. Which he think? was just upset that he heard that out loud. He's, he's about to blow a complete gasket over it. And this is what he says.
3: Hey, Hank. I just said- I
1: heard you. The whole neighborhood can hear you cussing.
3: It's not cussing, Hank, to say the name of a God-given body part.
4: Well, it is if it's a part of the body that was meant to be concealed by an undergarment. You're dealing with organs that people just don't want to know about.
3: Well, Bobby ought to know about them. We don't want him growing up as repressed as we did.
1: <laughs> cussing. Cussing, yeah. <laughs> So they break into a full blown argument over
2: mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it shows the it shows the permission slip taped together. He pulls it out of his pocket, and it's uh, clearly it's not all put <laughs> together right, but taped together by a lot of pieces. And, and a lot of the words on the permission slip are like kind of scribbly, but there's a couple words that you could read like "dear parents," the word "sex," permission, permission, and. And both, parents, both and parents, mother and father, everything else must is, be signed. Everything else is like just scribbled, like they was just putting stuff together. So it's yeah, just, they made it just. It was um, a quick flash, so yeah. I
1: mean, if you don't you stop didn't pause, on like it, that, you, you wouldn't uh, see it. Huh. So Hanks now saying he's not signing it, and they need both parents to sign it, and they get into a big argument about uh, the Bobby attending sex ed, and <laughs> he, he then rips the note back up again. Yeah. And was, he can't. And, and if you see, <coughs> what's weird is
2: his trash can that he throws the note at. Well, he tries to. It's stuck to his hand, but the <laughs> trash can's dead center of the bathroom. Which is weird. Because I mean, it's like they just put it there. Just you know, I mean, they put it there to make the scene, but it's dead center of the bathroom.
1: It's like they already drew the scene up, and they're like, "Oh crap! You yeah, wrote the note up. Now what's he gonna do? <laughs> well, let's just draw on a trash we'll draw can. Draw on right a trash right can there. right here. It's just funny. I love watching those. those yeah, things. that is. It's like it was already premeditated almost. Yeah, but. I like that. So then it cuts to uh, Hank and Bobby uh, eating breakfast. And it shows uh, Hank reading the paper, which shows Arlen uh, Courier Sports. shows the sports section. And, and uh, uh, Peggy's all ready to go to school. Yeah. I think this is the day that uh, the sex ed class begins. And
2: it looks like old Bobby's drinking water, and I don't know what he's eating. It, it looks like maybe, like pancakes?
1: maybe pancakes. or are eggs, but it does yeah. look like pancakes. <laughs> and then Hank says, Come on, Bobby. You're coming to work with me and uh Peggy just turns her back and uh, leaves in an angry manner now is this the first time it shows to Tom Landry I do believe this is Tom Landry middle school <laughs> this is the first time you see Tom Landry yeah. in middle school that's, that's
2: the middle school so,
1: hop, uh, Bobby attends so uh Peggy gets out parks her car and in her purse um, Stump, something starts vibrating. Yes, that is weird. I remember that now. <laughs> you don't ever figure out what it is. I mean, no. they want you to assume what's vibrating in her bag. Yes. She's got a bag full of goodies. And you, and you packed don't full. Ever... Oh, that bag is full. Packed full.
2: It's, uh... And then let's, uh, this is the episode where they first
1: debut Hank's job. Yeah. yeah, so it showed Peggy going into school. The pans over. Now it shows uh, Strickland propane from like a bird's eye view. Yeah, good old wood wood. Nice shop right there. Strickland yes, wood paneling. And uh, I wish we had a strictly <clears throat> yes. Um, so then it shows uh Hank on the phone in his office, <laughs> and then uh Hank's on the phone, and this is what uh the conversation entails. Uh, no, Mr. Hudson, we don't recommend using
4: propane to fill party balloons. Well. Yeah, it is a gas, but it's in a liquid state. Well, okay, but you might want to blow out those candles. Uh, look, I'm gonna have to call you back. Bobby, hey, that's my work.
1: Now just sit still, okay? Silly Mr. Hudson. And then... <laughs> it shows Bobby uh, rocking in the chair, just bored. He's completely bored out of his mind.
2: Did you Now, I don't know if this is just something I'm seeing, but when they flipped it open, it went to February, right? But doesn't it look... And if you watch the episode, you'll see it looks like that's the first page of the calendar. Yeah, it
1: does like look like... you don't like
2: see another... You know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah, I'm he sure. It, it right open. And right it open fabul- February. February. So they skipped January. February of 1997. Which is interesting. And how many days is in February? 28, yeah, Okay, so they, they was good on that. There is 28 days on that calendar. That's pretty cool. But it, uh,
1: it's, it's like they're uh, Sports Illustrated almost. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's cool as <coughs> well. It's It's just a bunch of women sitting on propane. Bikinis. <laughs> Which Bobby's
2: is, mesmerized
1: which is good which is weird because I could imagine Hank having that on his desk like, Hank's that not is not also that kind true of, yeah because he hides it yeah he hides it and puts it in his drawer <laughs> Hank's a little creepy <laughs> there he has got a little secret maybe. Say, he may be a dirty dog um, so Bobby's just really curious wants to know what his mom's teaching in the class and yeah. this is what they say
3: good morning class Today, we're gonna discuss the subject of human relations, otherwise known as human relations. I am your substitute teacher. My name is Peggy Hill. Okie dokie. Any questions so far?
1: Bobby's just spinning the chair back and forth, just still trying to figure out. Can't stop thinking about, you know, what's going on in that class right now. He wants to be in that class. (laughs) <laughs> That's such this is such a uh, typical uh like a teenager question almost. And you
2: don't want to answer it. I mean, if, once I have a child, I I,
1: <laughs> I it's going to be awkward to answer that cuz it's unpleasant yeah. to talk about. And you could tell this makes Hanks very uncomfortable. <laughs> Which is funny cuz then Hank says,
0: "Dad, do you ever have sex anymore?"
2: Uh Well, uh,
4: come on, Bobby, can't you think of something pleasant?
0: What do you think Mom's telling all those guys?
2: (laughs) There's her bag full of goodies. Uh, Oh, and she drops her bag in a big old clunk. You can hear almost metal inside.
1: Yes. And this is what she says.
3: Good morning, class. Today we're going to discuss the subject of human relations, otherwise known as human relations. I am your substitute teacher. My name is Peggy Hill. Okie dokie. Any questions so far?
2: (laughs) She's already, and she struggles at the very beginning to even talk. Um, as in, like, just
1: she's extremely nervous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which I
1: understand, you got a a class full of kids looking at you Then it switches back to uh, Hank and Bobby at Strickland Yeah, still want? to know what's going on (laughs) Then Bobby says this
0: Dad What? I just wanted to say you don't have to worry about me Because I'm never going to have sex
4: Oh Bobby, now don't say that
0: I thought that's what you wanted
4: Well, yes, if you were my daughter But you're my son
0: (laughs) Dad I thought that's what you wanted.
4: Well, yes, if you were my daughter, but you're my son.
2: Bobby, you don't want that. And then he makes the thing where, you know, if it was his daughter, it wouldn't be okay, but he's his son, so he, he
1: wants that <laughs> for a son. So, Which is ultimately leads to, Hank, can't take this any longer. And you'll hear
2: Hank kind of talk himself into believing that Really, Peggy's not doing anything wrong.
1: She's just doing a difficult job. So he kind of yeah. He he really realizes here that
2: takes him talking about it to realize that.
1: Yeah, saying it out loud that you right. know that she's actually doing the right thing. Yeah, she's trying something that no one else could do. So <laughs> it cuts back to Peggy at the classroom again, and she's just killing time right now. She's stalling because she's so nervous. Out. Yeah. She's, she just doesn't want to talk about this, which I don't blame her at all. I'd no. be so nervous myself. I wouldn't have showed up for class this day. And then it shows uh, Hank bringing Bobby into the class. Yeah, which relieves Peggy because she's like, all right. <laughs> and if you notice, which I think this is really weird, is when they're walking in the classroom, if you look beside the door, there's a telephone. Like, how many classrooms have you ever seen with a telephone right beside the door? Yeah, I mean, normally they're on the teacher's
2: desk. Or... It's so weird.
1: Yeah, that is true. I've never seen that. But Hank walks in and he says this.
4: Just have a seat. I'm sure your teacher can tell you everything you need to know. She was a substitute teacher of the year 1996, I understand.
1: Which makes Peggy happy, because now Peggy knows that Hank's on board with it. and Kind of prouds her up.
2: Then it it pans out to the whole classroom, and, and if... And like so You have to watch the episode to see, because you can't obviously tell from now. But, but Bobby, it shows Bobby, you know, in the middle of the classroom. He's bald. <laughs> yeah, he is bald. He has no hair. I mean, it's just probably the way it was drawn up. But he, he's a flat-out bald kid right now. <laughs> kind of weird looking.
1: It is weird looking. But this, I love this part about the episode. That she, so she asked this.
3: All right, class, let's do it. Today, I'm going to teach you sex ed. It's difficult subject matter, but if we approach it with common sense... I believe we might learn something that could enrich our lives. But before we begin, please bring your permission slips up to my desk. And those of you whose parents did not give you permission to learn with me, well, you can read for an hour in the school library.
2: Sorry, Peggy.
1: And you think everybody's going to go up there and turn it in, but they actually all walk out because. All the parents didn't approve of it. Yeah, so they are all worried for nothing. And she got all built up about this, all for nothing. And Bobby's the only one left in the class. Bobby's the only one. Which surprises
2: me. Well, I guess it does. That Joseph couldn't attend. Yeah. Well, I guess I could see Dale not letting his son go to that. <laughs>
1: yeah, he was already pretty upset about yeah, it anyways. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he is the one who made the death <laughs> So then it, it, it uh, shows it's evening out. Yeah. Shows a picture of the house from the street, from Rainy Street. Uh, One, two, three, Rainy Street. (laughs) Yep. And uh, Peggy comes in the house asking if anybody's home.
3: Hello? Bobby? Luann? Was anybody home? And
1: then Hank comes
4: in and says, Uh, I sent the kids off to see a double feature. You're my home. May I have this dance? Hmm. Smooth elbows, Peg. I seem to recall you kind of like being dipped. Oh, Hank. Watch your back. Good as ever. Oh! oh! oh uh, are you okay? Uh-huh. Well, uh, as long as we're down here.
3: Hank... <laughs> <laughs> hello you have reached the hill residence please leave a message at the tone
5: you don't know who i am but i know where you live sex ed teacher and you better cut it out if you know what's good for you oh and uh, hank we changed that tee off time to three o'clock see you is
2: that randy travis
1: yes that's randy travis <laughs> that a boy
2: hank he puts on puts on the good stuff <laughs> and then Hank pulls out his, his move
1: <laughs> and then, it, and then <laughs> you'll hear
2: a, Hank he drops his
1: a dirty joke he yeah. drops
2: his dirty joke and it's almost like he's breaking the ice and saying well you know as long as we're down
1: here <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, overall that was a, uh, it's a it's a pretty solid episode yeah what, out of 10 man what would you uh, what would you rank this episode would you rate it?
2: I I like it. Um, it's not one of my favorites, but like I said, I like the newer ones better. But I would give it I'd give it a seven. A seven. Um, just because it's not bad. Um, I couldn't watch it as much as I've watched the other ones over and over again, but it, it's not bad. It's alright. What, what, what about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I'd have to be right there with you. Either a six point five or seven. I, I'm going to give it a six point five. I understand. I mean, that. it's it's a solid episode.
2: Uh, they had a good idea. It's good. In, I mean, it was it was good, good intentions. G- it showed like Hank's weaknesses and his his strong points, and uh, yes, it the struggles that some families may have with that because it is an awkward. Subject it is an
1: awkward there. subject. So I mean, it's very relevant. Yeah. Um, It was really great actually, uh, watching this the other night because I haven't watched it in so long. Mm -hmm. I kind of forgot they had this episode. Well, when I watch
2: King of the Hill, I watch it every day. I normally don't go to season one. I like season one, but I always go to like season 12 or something where it's kind of HD quality and, 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 uh, newer, but it's cool to come back and watch these first seasons and kind of see what's going on.
1: It is, uh, it's really good. Um, I really, uh. Really enjoyed that episode. Um, So uh, that's it for this episode. Another another episode. Another another episode in the books. Make sure you check our friends out at uh, Return of the Living Podcast. Listen to them if you're into Halloween or uh, horror movies or that kind of uh, nature check those guys out and check out all oh yeah comics in Muncie Indiana oh uh, yeah oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that's another one of our sponsorship programs we mm-hmm. like so we want to thank martin's lawn, lawn
2: and, Repair. Yes. I mean, that's that's a good place in Winchester like I said we we definitely want to you know uh, urge people if you got lawnmower needs in, in the area of uh, in Randolph county even come over to old martins and check out because he's he's willing to help anyone and he, he doesn't Just brushed it off. He with like I said, he made it a priority to help me find a a nice used part. And even though he couldn't, you know, he didn't have it in his in his shop, he told me where to go, which is what led me to find it. So like I said, that meant a lot. So Uh,
1: absolutely, check them out. I remember my first ever experience going in there. I could I was just kind of blown away by how great his customer service was like to us because. I had like a mower that had like a pulley issue and I couldn't find one anywhere. And he printed me out like the manual for mm-hmm. it, like printed it out for me yep. and uh, helped me find it. And I was just blown away by how cheap everything was, yep. prices, very competitive rates, Check out Marns. I okay. I definitely encourage anybody to go in there. I agree. Um, we're we're going to continue to try to put one out every week. We would love some feedback because we want to do this new episode or this new feature where we uh, review them. Review yeah. On the show, we'll read out your uh, reviews. We actually had one review.
2: We did. Yeah. We, it was um. It was a
1: good review. By uh, Dogtown Champ. Dogtown, Dogtown Champ. Dogtown Champ. We hear you. We, we
2: hear you there so we read that today and, it's encouraging uh, I, I read it today Matt read it you know when it came in but I actually got to read it today when I came over and thank you for the review that's like I said we're we're going to try to keep doing this um, we'd like to get some maybe a couple episodes a week if we can get over here you know and, and get around the, the jobs and all that but uh, thank you for the review and if people leave reviews just um, let us know maybe some ideas that you'd like to see in the show um, we're going to try to do some new things with the upcoming shows and um
1: Maybe get Nick Johns incorporated if yes. can ever make it get over, here. Nick over here. Over here,
2: he's busy putting up a fence. He's,
1: he's doing well. Hank Hill would be proud, you know, putting the fence up. Um, yeah, Hank would actually uh, scoff at doing a podcast on a nice, beautiful day like today. I agree. <laughs> like, so I,
2: I should be out there doing. I have, I have some plants so I need to plant, and everything else. But like I said, I
1: I enjoy talking about King of the Hill, and that's why we do this show for. So, all right. Well. Everybody enjoy your weekend and uh, let's get through this work week again. Let's uh, let's do this. So, All right, I'm signing off. This is the Quiet Storm. Yeah, I'm Matt Johns.
2: And I'm Kyle Thacker, and thank you for listening to King of the Podcast.
0: There's a-